welcome to episode 5 of Running the Rift, a League of Legends podcast. As always, it's Sherv here, and this guest this week um, comes highly anticipated uh, as an individual who has a ton of potential, uh, and that's Griffin, the younger Griffin, uh, the jungler for no team. Uh, was very highly sought after this past offseason from a multitude of teams, um, and I'm fortunate that we're able to going to be able to talk with him here today. So, without further ado, let's jump into episode number five. Welcome to episode number five of Running the Rift, a League of Legends podcast. As always, it's Sherv, and I am joined today by one of, in my opinion, one of the most uh, interesting prospects in NA Amateur at the moment, and that is Griffin. So Griffin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Griffin, and uh, I've been playing. This is my first season of Amateur. I've been Challenger since 13, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and so with, with not having a ton of amateur experience, right? It's it's always going to be a little bit short and sweet. Um, so for those for those people that haven't seen you play or kind of heard of you before, um, how would you explain your play style as a jungler? Uh I think my play style. I would say like I'm not like I've been like I think I'm very aggressive and I try to carry. Uh but I think like the cons of my play style is I'm very um inconsistent and I throw like and I have like really bad dust so I've been trying to work on that for sure and, and, and especially overall yeah go ahead uh, so especially with someone that's your age right there's always going to be you know have the, those pros and cons but it, I think it's super uh, important that you actually recognize what those are right like that you know where you want to improve and that you know where you want to get better um, so let's talk a little bit more about no team the team that you're on so in my opinion, you were a heavily sought-after jungler this offseason. I'm not sure how that recruiting process went for you, but from the conversations I had with multiple people, you were you were really high on some people's lists. So what was kind of the, the main reason for you joining that this no-team roster? Uh, so basically, like, I had some options that I didn't like. And basically, like, when I like didn't like the options, I was like, like, the most important thing, I think, uh, right now, is you like join with a good team because and teams that like or a team a team that you can like take off the top teams like take some wins off them basically and I didn't like the other offers I had uh, basically and like I had an option that like kind of fell through so that's why like like uh like I think Dragoon asked me because like I think how the roster was created like Blaze and Scoop were like homeless so like they were recruiting people so like Dragoon asked me uh. And had like this iteration of the roster. I was like, you know what? I think this roster is good enough. So that's like kind of how it started, I think, and how I joined the team. Yeah, and I think especially with your guys' performance in the OQ and the open qualifiers, I think it definitely showed that you guys can take games off of top teams. So definitely not questioning your decision there. It's definitely looking like a great one so far. Um, so for someone who is relatively young, right? Like you, like you had mentioned, you're only 15 years old. What's kind of like, what's your goals for your league of legends career? Uh, it just depends. Like, what, like how it goes this year, basically. Like I still have three more years of school since I'm freshman. So I don't know how I'll do with school, but if, uh, I, like if this year I'm able to like 
improve a lot, which I'm going to work really hard this year to try to improve a lot because I turn 16 next year, which is like when I'm eligible for Academy. I ideally want to be eligible or like Academy level um, by the time I turn 16. So my goal is just this year to improve as much as I can. So when I turn 16, I can go Academy. And then school is like another like thing I have to figure out uh, how I want to like do school, like maybe online schooling or something. But yeah, that's just what I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, and especially with, like, you know, like high school, right? Like some people say it's the time of your life, other people not so much, right? Um, so to have kind of the these big opportunities while still being in high school, it must be something that's rather difficult to manage around at times, but uh, at least you're setting good expectations and good goals for yourself, right? There, there are a lot of, you know, younger players in, in traditional sports or even um, in esports where they're just like, yeah, I want to go pro, but it's like, they don't set a timeline for themselves. They don't, you know, have those goals like you had just explained. So to hear that coming from, you know, from yourself is honestly, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, so to kind of talk a little bit about more uh, about your team when you were discussing the roster. So when you're looking at this roster, you had mentioned that there was the potential to take games off of top teams. I think that that's a super important way to look at it because you're going to get looked at based off of how well you perform. I feel like a lot of younger players are just like, I want to get on any team and any team that I can, regardless of roster, just so that I get my name out there. Um, so where was that something that you had come up on your own or did you get influence from other players or did you go out and ask some uh, more experienced veteran players on how you should go about that? Or was that more of an original thought? Like about my roster? To uh, basically to look for the best possible roster and not just take the one that maybe he might have the most dollar amount or yeah I mean amateur at the end of the day like uh, unless it's like an LCS affiliate org like doesn't really pay that much and like um basically I was just trying to join like the best roster possible um I had an option to just take the split off and play solo queue and I'll like 100% join a team summer split. And just grind solo queue and you try to get like higher ranked, like rank one or top ten or something like that. But I decided against it because like some some like variables and stuff. And I like I'm I'm glad I did because amateur is like way way too fun actually. Like competing and stuff is just way too fun. So I'm glad that I decided to like because like I was thinking maybe I should go teamless for a split and just play solo queue. But I'm decided I decided against it again basically. So. I think it's having a team atmosphere, right? Like you're around a specific set of guys every day, right? Like you get to be, you get to become friends with them or, you know, you, you get to work towards a common goal, whereas necessarily, sorry, it's not necessarily, sorry, not necessarily the same in solo queue, right? Where you're just like, all right, I'm going to play, especially because you can't really duo in Masters Plus anymore, right? So you're just kind of left alone on an island. So uh, especially getting team experience or in, in a team environment, I think is really big for especially someone like yourself right so um a lot of people in the community in, in my opinion have you and a couple other of these younger junglers as the quote-unquote like next man up in regards to north american talented junglers right um so how have you been handling those expectations if you if you've heard about them at all oh uh, i haven't really like heard about it obviously like um Obviously, like, people are expecting it to, like, at least decent, since, like, uh, we're, like, we have, like, some expectations, but personally, like, I'm just playing, I don't really feel, like, that pressured to, like, play that well. Or, like, obviously, I, I want to play well, but, like, I don't feel, like, pressured, because, um, 
at the end of the day, I'm playing just to like improve, and it doesn't really like matter where I land. I think like I just want to play well because I think it affects my teammates a lot more. So I, I definitely want my teammate like us to be really good this split, so like my teammates have more opportunities and stuff. But how I view it from like me, like I, I'm I'm still young, so I'm just gonna try to like improve as much as I can and not feel like too pressured because like. If I shit the like bed this oh wait I should say but, no like, you're good you're good <laughs> yeah yeah if I do bad this split um like since I'm so young like I'll have a lot more opportunities and like I'm just playing to improve and yeah so I don't really feel like pressured I guess I think that's a great mindset to have right like you can I think that uh, having seen some players play under immense amount of pressure you can tell when it gets to them right and and I think that having um, having that mindset of, hey, I'm just here to improve. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to get better, and I'm here to help my teammates get other opportunities. Is an incredibly selfless way to think about it, right? I think that that's really that's a really great mindset to have, and I think it'll take you very far. Um, so, kind of talking a little bit more about uh, like your experience in amateur so far. What's been like? How has that been, right? Like you're competing on a team for what some people think is the first time. You can let a, you can let everyone know, right? Um, so, how's that experience been so far? Uh, yeah, it's been good. I mean, competing on a team, like, a team environment, like you said, is, like, way better than, uh, like, way better than playing solo queue and stuff. And definitely, like, like, we're all chilling, like, we're all, like, is it, we're all, like, the team is, like, all, like, players that are, like, working hard and trying to just all improve and on that, like, is the vibe. It's definitely, like, motivating, so it's been a really good experience so far. Yeah, and I think that, like you had mentioned, getting around another, like a group of motivated people all towards the same goal, right, um, is something that's super important. So I know that you've had a super limited amount of games, right? It's not like you had, you've had like, you know, 50 or 100 amateur games, but have you had like a like a an aha moment or a moment where you were like, oh man, this is like my learning moment or my biggest challenge that I've had so far? Uh, well, I actually played, like, a decent amount of, like, competitive games. Like, I played a lot of in-houses and stuff, and I played, like, actually, I played on a team when I was, like, Diamond 1, but I'd say, like, I'd play, like, not, like, with this specific team, but, like, in total, like, maybe, like, 200 amateur games in this, like, past, like, uh, or not amateur games, comp games, just comp, in this past year or so, and, like, when I began, I was, like, really bad, um, but I improved a lot, and I think my biggest mistakes right now are, like, just, like, getting too hyphy and being too, like, overexcited because I'm, like, a really excited player. Like, I might have ADHD, like, unironically, um, which is, like, kind of bad. But, like, yeah, sometimes, like, I go for too much, and I think that's, like, the biggest problem with my gameplay right now. So, yeah. For sure, and I think that having that that sense of I want to go in, I want to keep going and being aggressive can be very beneficial from a jungler, right? Like you see some junglers, even in the open qualifier tournament that are so passive to a point where it's, it like bring, it holds our team back. Right. So to kind of have that attitude of, Oh, I want to go in, I want to go in, I want to go in of, you know, I think it's a really good thing to have as a jungler. And then, you know, your teammates are going to be the ones that have to pull you back. Right. So, um, especially with, with your experience and, and getting over those comp games, uh, I think it'll I think it'll do really well for you. Um, still, throughout those kind of comp games and the and the in houses and things like that, was there any other jungler that you had noticed that you're like, man, I just can't beat this guy, or he has my number, or like I I just like he's my he's my kryptonite basically. 
not really. Like, I, I not really. I don't think like any genre like counters my playstyle. And like my playstyle, like I just need to like tone it down and like be more calculated and like stop inting, and it's chill. But yeah, I don't know. I haven't played against like every jungler. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever played against Fnatic yet. So, um, neither in solo queue or in comps. So, yeah. So it's gonna be fun like playing against him on uh, Monday. But yeah, we'll see if he's like. I've heard a lot of good things about him. So for right reasons. So I'll see. Yeah. How it goes. Yeah, he's a super talented jungler, right? Like he's played a lot of. He has a lot of experience. One of those kind of veteran junglers in the amateur scene as well you know having some academy experience as well um so kind of talking a little bit more about your experience you know you're you're someone who's looked at to you know go to academy and uh play really well so like how have your how have your how's your family reacted to this are they like super surprised or were they like yeah i know like they're really supportive of your league career how's that situation like for you I mean, like, family's, like, it's, like, a long story, but basically, like, initially, like, um, initially, like, my mom's not supportive. Like, my mom was never supportive of me playing video games, but since recent years, like, I've been, like, having a lot of success, like, getting flown out to LA and, like, overall, like, making money off League, too. Like, they've been, like, like, because they never thought, like, you could make video money off video games and stuff, so, like, as soon as I got, like, some money, they are like, oh. Like they were like a lot more supportive, let's say. Like they saw like a like I changed their minds basically, and they like saw opportunity in like video games basically. And I think that especially uh, as money can buy a lot of things. Uh, one of those things is definitely some parental support, right? I, th- I think yeah. you'd be able to agree on that for sure. Um, so, kind of talking a little bit more about um, just your your team dynamic. So how is having veterans on your roster like Dragoon and like Scooped and, and other players that have, you know, more amateur experience, not necessarily comp games experience, how has that helped uh, so far in, in your in your guys' games? Uh what do you mean like what do you mean like like have they provided any like more positive like input or have they opened your eyes to anything or have they helped you improve as a player at all? Um not really, to be honest. I think like okay. we're all good players. Like we're all like really good. Like it's not like uh someone's like way above the rest. And like, but I think it's helpful to have like players, uh, that are good offer like reviews. Like, and like we review like a lot of good things. And I think like a lot of the things that we review like are helpful. And like, I think that's like pretty good. But nothing like. Yeah, like towards me directly. Yeah, like no one's no one's kind of been that like veteran to take you under their wing kind of deal because they're just like you're already our peer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so Pukar is your guys' coach, right? Yes. So how has he been as a coach for you, right? Like, have you have you had a ton of experience with coaches before, or is he kind of the first uh, amateur coach that you've had? Uh. Well, basically, well, Pukar and XT are fucking really, or sorry, uh, are goaded. <laughs> they're, they're really like goaded, so that, that's really nice. But I mean, I've had had a lot of coaches before. I've had a uh, like one guy that helped me coach a lot, and, I, um, and he's really good. Uh, his name's like Ganasso. Uh, he was like DSM's amateur jungler or coach last split, and now he's their academy coach. Um, so he he helped me out a lot. Uh, Pukar, I mean, I think. 
so basically like we when we made the team um we it was just us five bands of players and basically we wanted like a manager and just a coach right the manager to like uh like manage obviously and then like a coach like to like refine our drafts and be like obviously review i think pukar drafts are like well like when we played yesterday our drafts were kind of like bad but that was like mostly like i think players fault but i think pukar's drafts are pretty good um like i definitely like the way he like drafts and his reviews also like good he like i think the like so basically like i think our players like on the team can like review for themselves so like he doesn't do anything like too too like good or like too anything too impressive review but he does give a lot of like ideas and like all ideas like i wouldn't think of the team would have to think of and like we implement them and it's like really good so yeah i think he's a good coach for sure yeah so he's more or less guiding discussion not necessarily he's thinking more of macro play not necessarily micro play and teaching you about the game because obviously the players are where you guys are for a reason right um but it's good to hear that you guys have someone that is being able to guide you and help you guys get to where you want to be Right. Um, and I recently had a discussion with XT about how important it was to get you guys that type of a coach. Um, so I know that you haven't had a ton of experience in amateur, but how has it been playing on like a free agent team and not necessarily having the uh, restrictions of an organization behind you guys? Well, um, yeah, that, that's kind of nice uh, for sure. Like, I really didn't want to join an org for like a reason. Uh, not like for a reason, but like there's a re or I can't I don't know. There's like a reason I don't want to join an org. Um, and that was like, uh, like that was like, well, okay. So I don't know. I there's basically something that's like what happened, and that's like the reason I didn't want to join an org. Um, okay, because makes, like makes sense. We... yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, you're good. We we can leave it there. You you want to be able to yeah, see yeah. A, a free agent open and available to any opportunities that come your way, right? Yeah, basically. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, you don't you don't got to explain any further. We'll we'll, we'll catch your drift. That that's not a problem. Um, yeah, because I, I have this opportunity. I think that I talked to about some people, and I needed to be like not on a team basically for that to happen. Yeah, for sure, right? And it's I think that it's especially in a position that you're in, right, where you have potentially a lot of options coming at your way. It helps when you're not locked down by a contract or locked, not locked down by, you know, feeling that you have to commit to a certain org when you could just stay as a, you know, on a free agent team, have these options and be able to discuss them as it comes your way. Right. You don't want to be limited, especially this early on. Right. So I completely understand. Um, so you guys play hundred thieves next on Monday, right? Um, has there been any discussion amongst the team on like the the potential, right? Because they come through as the number one seed through the OQ, I believe. Um, so how is that? Like, what are the, what are your guys' thoughts towards playing them on Monday? Um, well, it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be fun playing against Fnatic because I think he's definitely one of the best shoulders in Fnatic or amateur, like. From what I've heard, like I haven't really played it much against him. And I haven't watched him a lot, but I've like I, from him, I've only like literally heard only good things about Fnatic. So that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, we'll just try our best. I think we really want to win, obviously, but they're really like they're a really good roster. So we'll see how it works out. I'm gonna be excited to play against like Sniper and Donbrae too. So like it's gonna be really fun to play against them. 
And we, I hope we win, because if we don't win, we're, we're going to have to... If we do get second seed in our group, we're going to have to play against uh, Golden Guardians um, in playoffs, which is quite unlucky. So Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty tough, uh, especially with them being the only academy team in the tournament, right? So uh, yeah. I, I can definitely feel you there. Um, so I, I got to ask, because uh, obviously you guys were involved in probably the most infamous amateur level one that I've ever seen and that a lot <laughs> of other people have ever seen. What was going through your team's mind when you see the TF just straight up walking towards <laughs> the brush all alone, <laughs> ready to ready to throw cards? Well, that was just, uh, like, it was funny because I, I know, like, their team really well. Like, I know everyone on their team really well, like, on Radiance, except mm -hmm. Light Pulse, basically. And I, I knew Raiden called for that, which, like, I don't know why, because, like, our level one is, like, a thousand times better. I should have started E. I started Q. I should have just started E. That would have been, like, a lot better. But we literally have Mordekaiser, LeBlanc, Karma K. Like, we have five AOE champs, and they, like, have, like, none. And they, they only like they have TF not, so it's good if it's only like two people, three people. But we just hard win five v five in my opinion. And like when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, let's see. And then we just like wiped them. And also they went on the worst target possible because we also have LeBlanc W. Yeah, we have so much AOE. Like we just hard win level one. And they went on LeBlanc, which is probably the worst target because she has passive, she has W to get away. Like it's actually the worst target to go on. So like when we five over there, I was like, I don't know what they were thinking. It's like really weird. Yeah, especially when they, like, even if that level one didn't go well, right? Like, when they were, like, I, as soon as I saw the TF, I'm like, okay, they're going to take away Yone from, from Crimson, right? Or so Yasuo, sorry, from Crimson. So, and then the human swapped. And I was like, this might be even worse because you have double, yeah. you have double range and a double melee bot lane. It's not <laughs> going to go well for them early game after being, after giving up an ace. Uh, it was. It, we were sitting in a in a call watching, and we were just laughing. They're like, "There's no way that this is possible." Like, it, it, to walk into you know Karma and LeBlanc, and that like just so much AOE for for you guys, and especially in the level one. Yeah, it, it was it, it was a pretty good time for for us to watch. Uh, you kind of feel bad because the not the, the game's not over, obviously, because you have to play it still, but. Um, you know, when when you have that big of a lead, it kind of it just allows you guys to play so much more unhinged, right? Like like you can you can kind of just dictate. The yeah, that would the be game. a remake for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. If that happens in a scrim, that that's an instant remake. Hey, yeah, good job, and then just move on to the next one, right? But you know, they were they were good sports about it. They played it out and and they did their best, right? So that was good. Um, so kind of your thought process in that in your team going through that game, being like. Hey, we're up this much gold. What what was the like? You guys are just able to do whatever you want, right? So what was like? What were the comms like, or what were the like, what was the like? What was going on at that point? Yeah, I don't know. That was the first time I've ever seen a five for level one in a comp game. So we were all just fucking like laughing, and like my entire team was like trolling, right? They they were like, "Yo, guys, let's try to get the Daniel RMC record," um, and like. We were just bantering all check because like the game's basically like it was like after like ten minutes when the game's like literally over. Um if you don't know what the Daniel RMC record is, like he has like twenty eight deaths or something. So we were trying to get like knowledge like twenty nine deaths. Okay. Like my entire team was trolling, I was like, I can't focus. Like the game was so troll, so I was trying to like get my team to focus and just end. Cause like I I, I can it was too funny. I, I couldn't focus. So I was yeah. trying to like tell my team like, yo guys, let's focus and like end this because I don't wanna throw it. Like if we threw that game, I'd be like 
so sad. So I, I, I feel like you guys would be memed on for at least for yeah, at least yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah, if, yeah, if that yeah. Happened, it would be so sure. bad. So yeah, oh <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it was like to watch it. It was, it was, it was like all right, like game's over. We can like we. I just wanted to see how it, how it played out, right? But. Yeah, to to know that you know teams in good spirits, having a laugh, you know, going for all that kind of stuff, it it must feel it must feel pretty nice. Yeah, it was too fun though. Like after level one, we were all laughing. I was like, okay, like, we were talking like other things, but the guys, like, we have to focus. There's no if we lose with five kills level one, I, I don't know. I, it's so doomed. Like it's it's too much of a meme. So yeah. I'm glad we were able to like basically like win the game in like the next like six minutes or so. So. Yeah. Able to just show the rest of the game, so that was nice. I know that the casters were having a bet on what the gold lead was going to be, and I think it <laughs> one of the casters said like it was going to be a 20k gold difference, but um, yeah, that, nah, that the was game's pretty... not too long enough for that, yeah, Wait, exactly. That's what I was saying. Uh, I can't, I can't quite remember. I think it was around you know 15 or 16k at the end, or something like that. It was something, something completely absurd, so yeah. um, but yeah, I think that's what happens after you have that level one, so um. I'm not sure if you've taken a look at the other groups so far. So, um, excluding you know the the obvious of Golden Guardians, is there any other um, amateur team or you know LCS affiliate team that you think uh, poses a big threat to you guys? Uh well, we just have to go get through Golden Guardians. I don't know. We just try our best. I think the only teams that are, like are really like seem that hard are Golden Guardians, 100X, and IMT. Uh, for me, I think the rest of the teams are, like, we're either better than them or, like, easily can beat them. And, like, it's close, so those are the only three teams that I see as, like, like, for amateur right now, I think AoE and, um, Hunter X are, like, top two. Like, Hunter X, like, a little bit above AoE. Obviously, Hunter X is, like, a super stack. So, those are the only teams, like, I see as threats, really, and GGA for this tournament, so... Yeah, our goal is just <laughs> our goal is we just have to be hard at these or uh, GGA. So we're chilling. So it's it's good to always have that. Uh, it's always good to have that kind of simple roadmap, right? You know what you need to do. Now you guys can go out and accomplish it. Um. So with that being said, that's all the time. That's all the questions I got for you. Um. Uh, so is there anyone that you want to shout out? Is there anyone that you want to give some props or um positive positive attention to, uh, or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, also, I wanted to add, if we yeah. lose to Honor Thieves and goes to lower bracket, and we play either Team Ambition or Honor Radiance, like I'm really confident we'll just we'll be uh, Radiance again or Team Ambition. So we'll see. Maybe we just lose and then we never play GG. I don't know, but I'm really confident that we will against win those teams. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, shout out to XC and Pukar. Like I said, they're really goaded. Especially XC. This guy is like I don't know what this guy like. This guy like. I don't know, he, he can do everything. Like he, he's a really good t uh manager. Uh obviously shout out to my teammates, they're all like really hardworking and stuff. But honestly it's just XT and Pukar that are really like one V9. Because all obviously all my teammates are like putting in the work, like and we're all like do it like expecting what we like each other are gonna do, like we're putting in the work and like we're all really good. So like the teammates are doing what they're should be doing, you know, like just trying as hard as they can to improve and play well. But XC and like Pukar, like they don't really benefit any much out of like like putting in work. Like XC doesn't really benefit at all. He's just like helping out like his friends and stuff. So I really respect that. Like he's putting in a lot of work. And like Pukar doesn't benefit that much, I guess. Like obviously, like the players are to benefit 
because like we're trying to like go pro and stuff. So I really respect that they're putting in a lot of work, basically. Awesome, and and it's um and it's great that you know you're able to like not recognize, but obviously be able to shut up staff and realize that you know they're 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 doing a lot to help you guys, right? So uh, it, it's I know that they're gonna appreciate that a lot. Um, so if people want to find you, Griffin, how do they find you on the internet? Uh, you just type in, uh, Griffin, but like my root name is like spelled really weirdly. A lot of people get it wrong. So G-R-Y-F-F-I-N-N. Yeah. Um, and on Twitch and just have, and the Griffin lol, like with lol at the end with on Twitter, Instagram, like all the rest of the stuff. So yeah. Sounds good. Well, I know I'm certainly excited for your guys' match on Monday. Um, you definitely have a fan here, and I appreciate your time and, and taking the time out to be on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Thank you. No problem. And have a great night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Running the Rift episode number five with our guest Griffin. Make sure to check him out on Twitter at Griffin, G-R-Y-F-F-I-N-N-L-O-L, and at Twitch, G-R-Y-F-F-I-N-N. So make sure to also check out his team at No Freaking Team, and then also follow us on Twitter at Running the Rift and on Medium at Running the Rift, LOL. Make sure to also check out the article that will be debuting right after this episode. A little bit more of my thoughts and my uh, opinions on Griffin. Yeah, this kid's going to be a superstar. So uh, have a great night, everybody. Bye for now.